Dear Professor Risman, thank you so much for your hospitality last time when we visited Yale University. Diane has visited us in Hong Kong and had dinner with us at home. She has now grown up as a beautiful young lady. I'm very happy for you. Ever since Diane visited us, Hong Kong is experiencing great challenges in terms of the changes we need to make in all walks of life. After the chief executive assumed his position last year, he has brought forth a number of new policies to deter the influx of mainland pregnant women, tighten the policy on milk powder across the border, impose heavier tax on property transaction, announcing plans to construct a lot more public housing. He also proposed reclamation of land in non-Victoria Harbour water area. Of course, these policies may inevitably touch on the interests of many stakeholders. Opposing voices came from different sectors, especially from the business and environmental sectors. Time is needed to remediate the conflictual interests. Surely, people have high expectation for the CE to improve their livelihood. I can see the CE has made his best efforts and determination to implement his election platform, especially on livelihood and housing issues. Yet, the strength of the CE was much undermined by the political atmosphere in Hong Kong, which is under wavy waters. Apart from the above, the real tension actually comes from the attitudes of no readiness of any compromise in the road of political reform. The threat by few academics and politicians to paralyze Central in order to achieve their own political motive is by no means an acceptable option for a successful negotiation. First of all, the so-called Occupy Central action may result in chaos which the advocates cannot say they don't foresee. Subject to previous experience in Hong Kong, when hot-tempered demonstrators and angry public upset by the action confront. Secondly, the initiators put their own dream higher than other people. Their so-called paralyzed central action is clearly at the expense of public interest when most other people would like to go on their own way of life and do their own work normally. We respect freedom of expression, but not at the expense of others, especially to sacrifice the normal operation of business, stock market, transport, MTR stations, or even the police in Hong Kong. This action may really annoy the public, which is quite predictable. Moreover, does it really reflect the true spirit of democracy? Why do the advocates only consider their own idea to be the only acceptable model? When other people may not agree with them, these other good citizens have to be penalized by not be able to go to work, nor to go for their studies, nor to go on their normal lives in Central. 
Is it fair? These advocates claim that they only sacrifice themselves, but the fact and reality is surely vice versa. What they have sacrificed is the law and order in Hong Kong. I understand that they may not want to compromise at all, but they should respect many others who may want to have a smooth and rational negotiation to get the biggest consensus for Hong Kong in this political movement. From my twenty years of experience in advising Sino-Foreign joint ventures in China, a successful negotiation must start with the readiness to make compromise by all the stakeholders. No model can be a good model if only one party accepts it. Vice versa, any model which gets the consensus of the stakeholders is a good model. Because it works, I'm quite concerned if the opposition now only sticks with their one and only one model, and compelling others to only consider their model, even at the expense of the public interest and the good reputation of Hong Kong as an international commercial center. This certainly will cause more obstacles for Hong Kong political reform, and as well. Further intensify the relationship among people holding different political views, which means consensus is more difficult to find, and the road to achieve a common good for Hong Kong is longer and longer. As a law academic, in the past twenty years, I fully believe that the rule of law is a core value that Hong Kong people treasure a lot. If one attempts to sacrifice law and order in order to achieve their own political goal, Hong Kong people will not accept it. I hope these advocates can think more of the others and be more considerate. With due respect to different political and economic views, Hong Kong does need more tolerance of the differences, forgiveness of mistakes. Kindness to the poor, love to neighbors, consideration of the others, wisdom to communicate within our family, our community, and our country. Praise the Lord! All the best to your family. Priscilla, Hong Kong.